You're listening to Sandoval Bench Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Sandoval. Uh, thanks for joining me for this episode. Um, have a lot to get into, as always. Uh, so, baseball, they finally came to an agreement for a 60-game season, a shortened season. Um, and then the playoffs are going to go into November, I believe. Uh, but, you know, they, when they were negotiating, they were negotiating through the media, uh, trying to get 75 games, 100 games, uh, try to, you know, get as many games as possible. And the players wanted to get full salaries for that. Uh, but Rob Manfred, commissioner of the MLB, he he had the choice the entire time to uh, force a game and then put a number of games on it. You know, they want as little regular season games as possible, and then they want more playoff games because when you have postseason games, you have the TV money, uh, those those deals that you have for the playoff games, and that's when most people are watching baseball anyway. So they wanted to ensure that they add more playoff games. So they're expanding the playoffs this year, and then the National League is going to get the designated hitter, which they haven't had. Uh, so then they'll do that as well. And then um, they're adding an extra wild card, I believe. So then they'll have those more playoff games. They'll make more money that way. So they agreed to 60 games, which, you know, it's kind of interesting because I guess for record-wise and, and for baseball, numbers and stats and all that are very important, especially uh, with, you know, home runs and, and batting average and all that. This season is basically a wash. So you can you can do you know on pace numbers for people if they're if they're getting close or whatever. But you know you're not gonna have crazy stats as, as far as home runs or RBIs or anything because you know it's just sixty games. So this year basically shouldn't. I mean it will count whoever wins deserves it. And with this season it'll have any team has a chance. You know if if some sleeper teams get get hot towards the end and then you know get into the playoffs and they have a, a good record between the first 60 games and then you know it, it only takes a bit so it's basically just the first half of the season that they're playing for um, so they came to agreement uh, they'll start in at the end of July I believe it's July 24th um, so we'll see how that goes uh, you know I guess you have your favorites is you know probably the Yankees or the Dodgers or uh, probably not the Astros, but I, I think you know the Astros kind of lucked out of this because you know some people were banned or suspended for the year, and you know this will count as that year for sixty games. Um, and I don't think people will be coming at them as much, but um, you know at least we got some baseball. So I you know and I, I don't think sports should should come back. You know it's good that they are, but there's a lot of money at stake. It's not because it's it's safe to come back. Um, I mean, you know, you probably in um, in your everyday jobs, you know, you're kind of forced to come back or, or work remotely because, you know, people got to make money. And then, you know, if we're not working, then everything just falls apart. People aren't buying stuff and then it just gets worse. So sports are coming back mainly just because there's all this TV money that they need to get. And then there's going to be problems when they're trying to negotiate with players in the next years. And, so Rob Manfred, uh, commissioner of the Major Major League Baseball, just said, hey, let's just do 60 games and then expand the playoffs. Uh, so we'll keep our eye on that. Um, but, yep, baseball back. Uh, NBA, they also came to an agreement. Uh, they're going to do the Orlando bubble. Uh, some players are opting out, you know, due to health reasons or, uh, you know, family reasons because they don't want to travel and then expose um, some of their family members to, you know, the virus. So... Uh, the NBA had allowed 
you know, a, a small transaction window for a few days to for teams to add, you know, free agents and things like that. And then there's going to be, I don't know if it got finalized or not, but some head coaches, some older coaches who are at risk, they aren't allowed to go with the players to Orlando. And then uh, the NBA is also hiring um, law enforcement to make sure that everything is enforced and people are in and or, you know, people are staying in and no one's leaving and that people are wearing their masks. Because, uh, you know, this could all blow up in the NBA's face. If if someone tests positive and then that positive test spreads and then more people test positive and then it's not just a couple weeks where one or two players are out, it's, you know, you have a major player, you know, you have LeBron or someone like that is out and then they're out for two weeks and then, you know, a bunch of people get sick. And then it just falls apart. I expect there to be a few tests, you know, when when NBA comes back, um, you know, probably in the first few days. But they already did some testing, and they expected like about twenty percent to test positive. I think uh, I think it was like five percent. Sixteen players had tested positive. Um, so you know, but the, these players will be joining their teams when they go to Orlando. Uh, so we'll see, and then. I think what it was, they had some extra rules in place. They could play ping pong, but there's no doubles. Uh, they can't have any guests. They can't have anyone else coming in. They could only have like a trainer and then one other person, but it counts as like each team's uh, number of staff and coaches and, and players and stuff. So uh, that'll be difficult to navigate. And these players will be quarantined too, basically for a couple months. Uh, but then if you know they lose early, like the Suns probably will and the Kings probably will, um, then they'll go home, and then after that, it's kind of like Survivor. Like, each next game and round, then someone goes home, and then, you know, there's less and less people there. So um, it'll be interesting to see how who's hot and who's not, you know, who's been working out during uh, this pandemic and the quarantine. Um, so there's some obvious choices. And I think the Lakers are, you know, are one of the teams who have a, a great chance of winning the championship this year. And also the Clippers, you know, there's the Celtics were looking pretty good. Uh, Rockets, actually, you know, if they get hot, I know I've had my criticisms of James Harden, Russell Westbrook, but if they get hot, they can they can definitely do something there. Um, and then I had some sleeper teams, the Denver Nuggets and Utah Jazz, um, maybe the Blazers if they can if they can get hot, if Nurkic um, joins them. You know, he's, he's recovering from that injury last year. Uh, but, you know, there was also some, some players who – we're not wanting to join uh, in Orlando. Kyrie Irving, point guard for the Brooklyn Nets, him being one of them, he thought that NBA coming back would serve as a distraction uh, for, from the, the Black Lives Matter movement after the murder of George Floyd. And he was even suggesting to some players that they start their own league, that, you know, this seems kind of fishy that NBA owners are, you know, trying to, they're trying to distract people from everything that's going on, which really, it's, it's really not, that's not what it is. What there's money on the line and just like everyone else in their own jobs, we got to get back to work. These guys got to, they got to play. If they don't want to play, they don't feel comfortable. They can opt out, but it's not taking away from anybody. Right. I don't think so. So, you know, cause you got guys like LeBron, LeBron, he knows what's at stake here. He's got, a chance to get that fourth championship. He's already, you know, at the back end of his career. And so he only has so many chances left. And this has been one of the best teams he's been on in a while. So that he, this is one of his best chances. And he, he only has so many of those left. So he knows he's got to play this. Because if he wins this, if he's staying in shape and his team gets hot, he can win this. And then 
you know, while still, you know, fighting for um, racial equality and the Black Lives Matter movement and everything. And so Kyrie just seems like he's kind of, you know, just throwing a fit for no reason because initially he was wanting to join uh, his team in Orlando, but then the NBA said he couldn't because he was injured. So then now it seems like he's kind of throwing a fuss for it. So I, I, it doesn't seem genuine. My only problem with this NBA bubble idea is that now there's been a, a huge spike of cases in Florida. I think the other day they had a, like over 5,000 cases in one day. But then the NBA is like, hey, well, let, let's go play over there. Let's let's go play basketball now. Um, so, But, you know, it, it's late in the, in the game to be able to change it now because they have everything set up. But it's just something to think about while all this is going on. And people, if you're not wearing your mask... You got to wear your mask. Obviously, there's since there's been a rise in cases over the last month, shouldn't I mean, shouldn't you just try to wear your mask? People are still deciding not to wear their mask and for some reason that's a political thing. So just wear your mask. Cuz then if people aren't wearing their mask and then there's just more cases, then we're going to have to close up again and then we're going to get all impatient and want to get out again, then going to get out and it's not going to be done. It's not going to go away forever, but, you know, if there's a, a steep decline in cases, things could just open up back back up again and we can go back to normal. We'll have sports. We can go show up to live events again and we can get in, in bar fights. Whatever the fuck you like to do, we can do that again. But with people not wearing their mask and not socially distancing, you know, every time I go grocery shopping, someone's breathing down my neck all the goddamn time. Like, back up, man. Get out of my bubble. You know, like, and I, I'm so glad we don't have to have conversations or, or shake hands or anything like that. Let's keep doing that because I, I hated that. I still hate it. Uh, so the NFL, there, uh, they decided to cancel their uh, the Hall of Fame game coming up. Um, so you know, because there's some, there's some risk here with all these cases coming up, and then um, there's an issue with college football as well and all these other sports. There's there's a lot of money, a lot of TV money on the line, so they want to play as many games as possible. But there's all these schools are. And these teams, all these owners are going to be losing a lot of money. And I know everyone else is losing money too because, um, you know, whether it's pay cut or, you know, people getting laid off and stuff, it's just not looking good. So if we just stay washing our hands, it's, it feels like a weird thing to tell someone is to wash their hands. Like that's something that we should all be doing. Um, NASCAR had some uh, some issues recently. They uh, Bubba Wallace, their only uh, black driver, he had – requested the confederate flag be removed and nascar they responded quickly and removed the confederate flag and banned it and then you know people's fans of nascar were still showing up for and then you know had flags on their cars and stuff and then someone paid to have a plane fly over and it said defund nascar and then they had uh they had a confederate flag on there but you know the response was swift by nascar and you know props to them I, for one, I kind I disagree with uh, the removal of the Confederate flag. Not for what you think. I don't. I don't like that flag or anything. But I like to know who I should stay away from. If I'm driving in a city or something and someone has a Confederate flag, I know I'll go the opposite direction because I don't want the way I look to trigger this person or something. You know, or they. We just might get an argument or something might happen. So if they just keep the flag, keep it up, just wave it wherever the hell you want. I know where to avoid. 
But then whenever there's like this, whenever there's a ban of stuff, we're in the, like a very time, a uh, weird time where everything has to be, it's PC, you know, we, we're all sensitive and have to, you know, get rid of all our history and stuff. So, but I like when it's around because then I know where, where I can and can't go really. But then when it, everything's gone, there's this underlying racism that, you know, you have to, you can't really pick up on it right away. I'd rather have someone be racist to me to my face then be nice to me face to face and then go home and say oh yeah there's this guy I just i don't like him he's just this brown guy he got he got in the easy way stuff like that. i just i'd rather have it in my face so i know who you really are instead of you pretending to be someone else that you're not it's like all these companies right now it we're in we're in a weird weird time right now like i said we have all these protests going on we have covid and then there's no sports so we have not much to do right but these companies are just whether they're making a statement saying black lives matter and all this i just don't buy that they actually believe that because there's still a lot of different racial issues at certain companies you know especially if it's um if it's harassment based on race people getting fired because um, they don't want to shave when it's a religious thing in some cultures to have a beard or if uh, someone's wearing a hijab and there's and they get fired people getting fired because of their because uh, they're gay you know so i i just think it, i just don't believe any of these companies for what they're saying they might they'll all the they all do the same thing they all pledge their money oh we're gonna give one million each year for 10 years uh to fight for a rach, racial inequality and then they'll they'll come out with the commercial have you noticed a change in in commercials and advertising it's not like hey our product is the best now it's like Hey, our company, we're awesome. We we care about the environment. Oh, we care about our people too. So then Amazon has those commercials where um, they have uh, a warehouse worker. He's he has his mask on and he's talking about how oh yeah, Amazon they changed, they cleaned everything up, and you know they they make it seem like I could work when I want to, and they take care of me and all this. But then someone in New York, uh, they died in their in their warehouse because they had COVID nineteen and. And they're they weren't cleaning up the areas and stuff. So then they really start commercial like, "Hey, we're Amazon. We're not bad. We're we're awesome." So all these companies are doing the same thing. And then they're re now they're releasing Black Lives Matter logos and stuff. And then um, I just I just don't buy it until they're changing how they're doing their hiring or who's up top. You know, because all these guys have they're all white executives in these companies. So there's there's no diversity at all. And then they make these commercials that are sometimes racially insensitive that they don't even realize because they don't have anyone in there, any person of color in the advertising room saying, hey, you know, guys, I think this is a bad idea. Maybe we shouldn't do this. This makes us look like this. So now everyone's just pretending like, oh, hey, we're an awesome company. We have good people here. We care about who, we, who works for us. Like, no, you don't. This is all a lie. Same thing with the NFL. Now there's all these issues, and now they're, they're talking about bringing back Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick hasn't been in the league for three years, and then they did a tryout. Now it's just publicity, man. Until someone actually signs him and gives him an opportunity for the starting job, then I will believe them. But none of that is going to happen. No one wants that. They're all just pretending like they care. Nobody cares. They don't actually care. They're not going to do anything. They just want to stop the mob. That's why some of these cities are are voting to defund the police and all that they're just doing that because they want to stop the fires they want to stop people being angry they want to get back to normal they're bringing back sports they want everything to go back to the way it is but if they're taking money from police uh officers and you know districts and stuff or precincts they should put that money towards education 
building and in, in, in lower income education schools and stuff that's where you need to invest the money get them extracurricular activities really prepare them for college instead of preparing us to you know go to prison or something you know like those school systems in in these lower income areas are not good and that's that's where the money needs to go because it's just a cycle they end up dropping out or something happens and then they just they run with the wrong crowd but if you give them the same thing that everyone else has then they'll have a, a, a an opportunity to further themselves so and until i see some action then i i don't believe anything that anyone is saying because this is stuff that people have been talking about and and wanting change for for so long but now all of a sudden because all everything that's happening now it's we're gonna actually see change like i just i don't buy it at all and then uh back on uh bubba wallace after the removal of the confederate flag uh the, he found a noose in his garage and that was that was put there and then the fbi ended up investigating then you know they investigated for a few days and there was all this outrage about it and then it ended up being the rope that was the, the pull down rope for the the garage and i guess there was evidence that fbi had video and pictures that this rope that was apparently tied into a noose has been, had been there since october 2019 and then they they put random drivers in random garages and then this happened to be Bubba Wallace's garage that had this the the pull down rope tied into a noose. They posted a picture of it after, and it did look like a noose, uh, but apparently Bubba Wallace hadn't seen it. It was like someone on his crew who was also black, and he said that it was a noose, so he kept saying it was a noose. Uh, but you know, it it's a little embarrassing, but I I think I would prefer this than it, it to actually be a noose, because then that means it was someone on the inside who's like really against. Bubba Wallace coming out and speaking and driving the Black Lives Matter car and then having the the Confederate flag removed. Um, you're having a lot of a lot of players from Mississippi. Uh, some Mississippi football players have transferred because they want that the the Mississippi State flag changed because it has a little part of it is the Confederate flag. Uh, so you know we'll keep an eye on that. I think and then the governor also said that hey I'll I'll sign anything that that includes the changing of that flag. Um, so, you know, we're going to be changing a lot of things, but I want to make sure that we're changing the right things and not things that don't drive or don't equal uh, racial equality. Like Oregon, Oregon State, they're, they're not calling the Civil War the Civil War. And like, obviously, we're not referring to the American Civil War. It's just that, you know, we're in the same state, so that's what we call it. You know, I just don't think changing that name to like the platypus bowl or whatever the hell they want to call it. I don't think that's actually promoting racial equality or, you know, or any of that. I don't, I don't think that does anything, you know. So I, I just hope that we're making the appropriate changes that are actually going to make some changes and make um, sure that, you know, people aren't, don't seem like they're on a lower level than white people. You know, I want to make sure that we all have the right opportunities and we need to make the appropriate changes for that instead of these these backhanded changes like like the civil war or you know there, i think i saw one saying we shouldn't call a master bedroom master bedroom or master bath like okay just call it like i don't know large bath I, I don't i don't see how that does anything how that makes anything equal you know we need to educate and we then people need to also listen we need to have 
educational dialogue. You know, we need to be able to have conversations with people instead of just completely blocking everything out or completely, you know, canceling people out. Like, you know, someone said something racist uh, 20 years ago. It was like, you know, I, I just don't, I don't agree with vilifying someone for something that they did so long ago, you know, because, you know, you give room to people who change, you know, because people can and they might be a different person. You know, if they still say something, that's just racist and just, you know, wrong at this time, in this moment that we are right now, then obviously they haven't changed as a person. And then sure, vilify them, cancel them out, right? But if someone did something in the past and they're just, like, maybe they're not, that's not them anymore. I don't think we should just go automatically to burning them alive and ruining their career and everything. So I think we, we need to be courteous of that, you know, because not, not everyone's perfect. People have said things and have done things, you know, that they're not proud of, obviously. But, you know, for us to just completely tear someone down because of who they were back then, I, just, I don't agree with that at all. So, you know, let's just be civil about it and, you know, make sure we're promoting the right things. Uh, so some, some movies that I watched recently. Um, I watched uh, Lucy in the Sky that just got released on HBO. It's a space movie with Natalie Portman, who I love, and... Uh, John Hamm was in it as well. It was just one of the worst movies I've seen in a while. They just did not know what to do with John Hamm and, and Natalie Portman. It was about uh, Natalie Portman. She's an astronaut, and she goes to space and, and, and you know just loves it, and she just completely loses her grip on reality when she comes down to Earth, and it's kind of... It, you know, it was good like for, for 20 minutes, and then I just didn't know where it was going. It just kind of spiraled out, and... And then at the end of it, I'm just like, wow, I wasted two hours of my life watching that. So I do not recommend Lucy in the Sky. Um, I watched Wild. This one was with uh, Reese Witherspoon and Laura Dern. It came out uh, in 2014. It's really good. Uh, Reese Witherspoon loses someone in her life, and um, you know she kind of had a rough life. And then she goes on the PCT hike, uh, the P Pacific Crest Trail hike, and then you know kind of comes to grips with who she is and you know she's starting a new life and it was really good that was like her movie like hey i'm back i'm acting again um, so i recommend that one if you haven't seen it i mean it's been out for six years so finally got around to it i saw uh 7500 with joseph gordon levitt he took a recent break um, from acting so this was i think his first movie um in a while and he plays a pilot and then they get like hijacked and and then, yeah, you can kind of guess what goes on after that. But that one was really good. It was, like, it was pretty intense. And I was just, like, I was into it the entire time. And the whole movie takes place in the cockpit, which I thought was pretty interesting. And it it, and it still kept me on my toes. And uh, it was definitely exciting throughout. And then I've been watching, what have I been watching? Oh, I've been watching The Good Place on Netflix. Um, it's from the creators of The Office and Parks and Rec. Um, Michael Shore is his name. Um, yeah, it's really good. It's uh, starring Christian Bell. Um, I thought it was... I didn't think I would like it, but it, it's pretty funny. And Ted Danson is also in it as well. So I would check those out. Um, I only have about 20 minutes left in in audio time on my, on my disk space. So I, I got to get some more memory. Uh, well, thanks for joining me for this episode. Um, I know we went through a lot pretty quick um so make sure to subscribe and share if you liked what i was talking about uh but you know just wash your hands and wear a mask all right so uh thanks for joining me join me next episode take care